oh wow, a different perspective from episodes one, two, three, and this is when people are going to get back on board. Let's talk about it. What's up, people? Welcome back to Black Key Cool, where we're here to talk about episode four of WandaVision. We interrupt this program. That's the title. Uh, we're going to get into this. Uh, if you haven't watched the episode, which you probably have because I'm behind on my reviews, <laughs> as always. Uh, if you haven't watched it, this will be a spoiler review. So go watch it. Come back and listen to this. Uh <laughs> Yeah, crazy stuff happened. Uh, but before we dive into that, go ahead and hit that like button if you're watching this on YouTube. Hit the uh, five stars if you listen to the audio version. It's a great way to support us over here at Blackie Cool. Also, you can support us by sharing it, telling everybody you know about the channel and the podcast. Let them know about both. And if you would like to financially support us over here, you know, throw a couple dollars our way, you can hit us at uh, Cash App, uh, dollar sign, Black Geek Cool. That's one way. Or you can go buy some merch at uh, Teespring slash Black Geek Cool. But with all that out the way, let's dive into this episode. And I think this is the episode that's going to get people back into the show. I know I'm already into the show. Some people wasn't feeling it from episodes one, two, three, and I can understand the whole sitcom trope. Uh, they kind of dropped in some Avengers stuff, some uh, MCU stuff, but mostly it was just a sitcom trope where we were really in the dark of what was going on with Wanda and Vision and why they're in a sitcom and why it seems like Vision doesn't know what's going on. Secondly, why is Vision there? Because he died. Um, yeah, so we were kind of in the dark with that. Uh, so a lot of people wasn't feeling the show for a little bit. But I told them, uh, it's a slow burn. You got to stick with it. This is the MCU's first TV show. So uh, you assume they're going to do it a little different than their movies. And they are doing it different. But in a whole new aspect of the mcu itself it's really crazy but let's get into it um we start out with this crazy opening code open where monica rambo is literally coming back from the blip and i'm not gonna lie to you i got super excited when i saw this like it was to see people come back from the blip it was amazing um it was just a crazy moment she was in the hospital where her mom was having an operation She's coming back from the blip. She materializes. You can see her reanimize or whatever they want to call it. And then she goes out of the room and she starts to run into other people that are coming back. And it's just chaos. There's people that are there like, oh, where are all these people coming from? And then there's people that are coming back and don't know what's going on. Have no memory of what happened. Don't, don't know they disappeared. Don't know about the blip. Don't know about the snap. Nothing. And it's just chaotic. And Monica is looking for her mom because she know her mom just came out of surgery. Her mom was fighting cancer, I believe. Um, Maria Rambo. You've seen her in Captain Marvel, uh, the movie. Uh, <laughs> so we go through with her and you can just see the worry on her face. And then a doctor comes to her that she knew three years ago. Tells her like, hey, you blipped. You disappeared. 
your mom died. Well, she didn't even tell her blip. She said you disappeared. And she was like, your mom died. And she was like, what are you talking about mom died? She said, the surgery went great. Everything went good. She was like, no, your mom died three years ago. <laughs> she was like, three years? That's ridiculous. So you could see her face. And the woman playing Monica Rambeau did an amazing job. Just looking terrified and worried and confused all at the same time. Great job. Great job. Uh, so <laughs> after that, we go into... Monica Rambeau going back to S.W.O.R.D. Because, yes, she works at S.W.O.R.D. We also find out that her mother, Maria Rambeau, helped create S.W.O.R.D. Like, from the ground up. So, she's like a founding member of S.W.O.R.D. So, touche. We have uh, Maria Rambeau making S.W.O.R.D. And I think, um, uh, what was the other lady? Agent Carter? She made S.H.I.E.L.D. basically. So two women built the two biggest MCU um, organizations in their universe. Touche. Pretty cool. Pretty cool to see that. Um, but Monica's like, hey, I'm trying to get in. And this dude's like, uh, she said something about I work here. He was like, well, if you worked here, your key would work. She was like, yeah. And then that's when we meet... Um, Taylor Howard, uh, the, the acting director of S.W.O.R.D. Uh, I probably said his name wrong. But he's the acting director of S.W.O.R.D. Monica knows him, but he's apparently not the best guy. Like, in this in this episode, he's kind of a dick. But I guess he's one of those guys that he's in charge and he doesn't, he needs to make the hard decisions, whatever. Even him and Monica was like, yeah, there." I was like the only guy left to be put in charge. And she was like, yeah, I didn't want to say that. But yeah, it's true. So Monica's talking to Tyler and she's ready to get back in the field. He's telling her like, hey, I'm glad you're ready to go, but you're grounded. Uh, she's like, why? I'm in perfect health, all this. Apparently her mom put a clause in it to where... If uh, agent disappears for more than a year or something, that they get grounded, that they stay on Earth. Because apparently Monica was out there in space doing stuff. So she's already an astronaut, space patroller, looking for other beings. He also said something about, yeah, there's a lot of terrible stuff in space, but there's a lot of terrible stuff here too. So seems like S.W.O.R.D. is recalculating what they're position is kind of so that's kind of interesting but yeah she's grounded and he's like hey you could do me a big favor though go to new jersey and help me on this case so she ends up doing that just to get back in the field to an extent and that's when we see jimmy woo is back yes jimmy woo from ant-man is it ant-man and wasp was he in he was in ant-man was he in the first ant-man i can't remember i can't remember if he was in ant-man I think towards the end, but he was in Ant-Man and Wasp a lot of it. So he's back, and Monica's helping him with a case. It's a missing persons case, but it's also, as he says, a missing town. Because no one has ever heard of Westview. Even though they're standing right next to a sign that says Westview, the two sheriffs that are there are like, yeah, this is Eastview. And we don't know anybody from Westview because there's no Westview. So Monica's like, that's weird. Um, she gets out this drone to go into the town to kind of figure out, and it disappears into the energy field that we know is there, the field. 
So she goes up to investigate. Jimmy Woo's like, don't touch it. And then, of course, she touched it. I'm like, Monica, you was doing so well. But then you did some silly stuff, touching stuff. You know you ain't supposed to be touching stuff. You a scientist. You know you ain't supposed to be touching stuff. So she gets sucked in, sucked into the energy field barrier. And Jimmy was like, oh, she's gone. He's like, Monica, go back. <laughs> so after she gets sucked in, 24 hours later, S.H.I.E.L.D. mobilizes. Uh, not S.H.I.E.L.D. S.W.O.R.D. mobilizes next to the barrier. They get equipment stuff. And they bring in... Uh, uh, or is it Darcy Lewis? Uh, they bring her and a couple other scientists. Sorry, not Darcy Lewis. Doctor Lewis. You got to say the doctor in there. Uh, they bring her, so we get to see her. I think this is the first time we've seen her since Thor: The Dark World, which is a horrible movie. So don't watch that. <laughs> and um, they're getting all these scientists to do, you know, studies there but not giving them a lot of information so she's like what are we doing they're like don't worry just get your readings and let us know what you read she ends up paying attention to it doing her readings and she finds i think it's a cmbc some kind of energy that's pulsating that radioactive and she's like yeah it's right now it's safe but it is growing, so I'm pretty sure that's going to be something to pay attention to in the future. So heads up on that. And then she also finds kind of another TV broadcast radio wave coming out, and you see her get a picture of um uh what is it of Wanda in the show. So she's like, "Hey, get me some TVs, not flat screens." <laughs> So she's doing her thing. She's on there making things happen. Um, Sword ends up sending a guy into the energy field, but underground. For some reason, they think it's underground. You can't be seen. So they send a guy in there, which that guy turns out to be the B-Man we see in episode two, at the end of episode two, which is crazy. When he goes through the force field, his whole suit changes into that bee costumes along with bees. And the rope he has is like an old school, um, old school, uh, what is it? I forgot the name of it. Jumping rope. <laughs> it turns to with the little white blue pegs. It's like a 60s kind of jump rope. Maybe 70s. No, I think 60s. Like, we still had, you had him in school back in the day. You, well, some of y'all had him in school. I'm old enough to know when we had him in school. But, yeah, that's crazy that he turns to the B guy. But we don't really learn anything more about that guy. I don't know. Maybe it'll come up later in another episode. We'll see. But then when uh, they get a TV for Dr. Lewis, we're going to just call her Dr. Lewis, uh, and... She's watching Wanda's TV show, basically. She's watching Vision and Wanda. And she's the only one that really has any intel on this. Everybody else, all this other equipment they got, got nothing. And then Tyler's like, how did you get this? Who are you? What are we watching? She was like, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know. Because <laughs> she, she was like, hey, look, I'm, I'm learning just like you, man. Calm down. Relax. This is what I got. You seen what I got. And then they come to terms that, yes, Vision is there. But they're like, isn't Vision dead? Didn't that guy die? And um, that's when they are like, Tyler tells him, hey, give me a flight back to S.W.O.R.D. 
So it's something weird that he see. He kind of saw a vision. It was kind of weirded out. So, well, understandable. The dude's supposed to be dead. And he's in a show and playing a husband. So it's very weird in this weird. Oh, we also learned that the, it's a hexagon. They That we see the uh, barriers shaped in the hexagon. So that's pretty sure that's important for some reason i'm not 100 percent sure uh and then as they're watching the show they're starting to identify people in the show like people in that town they identified uh, like everybody but agnes they had a picture of agnes up but they didn't say who she was so she still is somebody to be looking out for because she's a little weird um, the way she keeps popping in and out, but uh, they while they're identifying everybody, they see Michael Rambeau for the first time, and they are like, "Is she undercover? What's going on with that?" Very interesting. Darcy drops her <laughs> cup of noodles. Shout out to Ramen Noodles. They got on the show. <laughs> full full logo and everything. Respect. They put that money in. They was like, "Look, we need to get an MCU." <laughs> I can't even hate him for it. But they saw her, and then they kept watching. And at one point, they tried to contact... Uh, oh, that's before I got to that. So you remember at the end of episode one of WandaVision, where we see that person taking notes in front of the TV? We learned that that was Dr. Lewis, which some people figured out. I didn't know. So I ain't gonna, I'm 100 with you. I ain't know. I was surprised. Boom. But then also, they tried to contact Wanda through the radio on episode two when they were talking through the radio. That was Jimmy Woo. He was trying to contact her, but they did. So when they were watching it, it was a jump. So when we watched it, we saw the whole thing play out where the lady broke glass and start bleeding and seeing red blood and stuff like that. They didn't see that, but they, they didn't see that. They also didn't see the radio glow red either. We saw that. They didn't see that. They Dr. Lewis was like, why is it a jump cut? Why? She didn't say jump cut, but she was like, that's weird. Why did it do that? And they went to the commercials. One thing I didn't notice, they don't seem to be paying attention to the commercials. Like, I don't know. I didn't see anything about the commercials. Maybe it was on the whiteboard they were writing questions on, but I didn't see anything about the commercials. So maybe that's me, but whatever. So they did try to call her, didn't. Um... <sighs> And then, um, why, what episode we're at? Hold on. I gotta look at my notes. <laughs> um, so they were, you know, still watching the show. They got to the episode, episode three, where Wanda's having a baby. Wanda has the baby. They were like twins. Darcy, our Dr. Lewis was crying. She's like, I'm invested. It's a good show. She's really good on the show. Her and Jimmy Woo together, they're really good. They're really good. They work really well together. Um, they see Monica and Wanda have uh, interaction. And you see, they say Ultron. They were like, is that the first time? And yes. And then there's a jump cut. Another jump cut for them. For us, we remember that scene play out. So they rewind it and try to figure out what happened. And then they hear, uh, trying to figure out where um, Monica went. And they hear a siren with the a siren about the barrier or something wrong with the barrier. So they're going outside. We go into the TV and we see that scene fully play out to where we see Wanda asking Monica, who is she? How do you know Otron? How do you know Pietro? 
and Wanda's like, you're you're trespassing. You're not supposed to be here. Um, and then Wanda goes full Wanda and starts getting magical fingers and stuff. And she gets real dark. It gets real dark real fast. And she literally shoots Monica Rambeau through like four walls, shoots her across the field and out of the barrier and shoots her out. But then there's a moment after she does that and she looks at her hands and it was really weird. Like she seemed like she wasn't in control or that she wasn't, I don't know how to say it. Like she didn't expect herself to do that or something or it wasn't, it wasn't, it was like her watching herself do something. So that, I don't know if that's something we should be paying attention to. But then she, you know, fixed everything, bookcase. And then this is where it really got crazy. She fixed everything and Vision walked in. And he was was like, I forget Monica's character on the show. It's like um, Geraldine, Geraldine. He was like, where's Geraldine? And she was like, oh, she had to go, honey. And she turned to look at Vision. And Vision was dead Vision with the stone ripped out of his head. And she turned away. And he was like, what was, what's wrong? And you can see he's dead. He's like uh, ash gray, not colorful, no stone. And then she looked away and looked back at him. And then he's regular Vision again. So we know Vision is dead puppet man something. <laughs> something weird and then they end the episode where they have um monica's outside of the barrier and they're talking to her and they're like what what are you okay are you okay and she goes it's wanda it's all wanda so from that from what we've been told this is wanda doing all of this we go back into the tv and Wanda and Vision are sitting down watching, about to watch a show. Oh, no. She was like, he was like, Wanda, we don't have to stay here. We can go anywhere we want. She's like, no, we can't. This is our home. I have everything under control. And they sit down with their babies and watch TV. Very grim. Such a good episode. Like I said, this is going to be the episode that gets everybody back into the show. And... I think there's nine episodes in the season. Definitely, definitely good episodes. But yeah, that's my review reaction to episode four. We interrupt this programming. Let me know what you guys thought. Hit me down in the comments if you're watching YouTube version or hit me up on Black E Cool on Instagram or Twitter. Thanks for listening. As always, share all the stuff. Share G Black E Cool. Let everybody know about it. And thank you for listening. And I'm going to go watch episode five so I can get the review out for that too. (laughs) All right, guys. I'll talk to you in the next one.